Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. The magic and mystery of technology. It's magic, the magic of music. That's a song from We Sing. Is that real? Uh, Yeah. Wait, what does We Sing? We Sing is W-E-E Sing is a series Mm -hmm. of uh, videos, direct-to-video movies uh, that my brother Tommy and I watched growing up. And I know, Robin, you've heard me say the Old King Cole song. We're off to a party. Oh, of course. Old King Cole. Cole. Old King King Cole. Cole that merry old soul. We're off to the party with presents galore. One, two, three, three, four, four. Yep. Uh, so a lot of the songs that I that I love and know so well are just from We Sing, and uh, <laughs> it's it's like a thing no one else in the world saw but me and Tommy. Where did it come from? I think the Hopkinton, Massachusetts Library. Wow. But you can you can see them all on, on the YouTubes. I'm pretty sure they're there. Um, the Magic of Music was from uh, We Sing Ma- Magical Musical Mansion. Ooh. Which is was a it, Was there a mansion? Was oh, there yeah. an actual yep. guy? Yep. There's like an eccentric aunt uh, who takes her nephew and niece and their friend to Uncle... God, I, I like... I think his name is Uncle Roboto. I'm pretty sure it is. What? And I'm I'm almost 100% sure that it is. And he has miniature people that dance and sing and uh, coat racks come to life. There's a mouse what? that lives in a clock and sings. It's a magical musical wow. mansion. It's I wonderful. Mean, I, I do want to be in that mansion. Yeah. And at the end of it, they sing, it's magic, the magic of music, mm-hmm. singing along mm-hmm. when you hear a song. <laughs> wow. The magic of music yeah. is a beautiful Another lyric like, is, how idea. could it be such a mystery? It's magic, the magic of music. I guess I understand that. Also, it ends like this. It's the mystery of a melody. Wow. Wait, what does that mean? It's the mystery of a melody. I don't know. I don't know. But I loved it so much. I love this just like like buried treasure chest of songs that (laughs) maybe like if – if you didn't tell me that these were existing songs, I would fully believe if you were like, I just made that up just now. <laughs> Same mean, with like barges yeah. and stuff. Like, I love <laughs> that there are these songs that like are real and somebody wrote them. But to me, it might as well I'm doing be it. Yeah. like, you're like, yep, I'm just writing songs. Here they are for you. It's crazy Ugh. that I've retained them, all of them so much. It makes I get it. It's kind of like Rachel was in a uh, in a school play when she was a kid called Hey World, Here I Am. Mm. And those songs have stuck with me, like, to the word. Yeah. Like, since if she was in third grade, I was in first grade. And I've never forgotten those songs. So I think it's just like when you're forming new memories as a right. child. Right. And you think about it for, like, four weeks after you hear it for the first yeah. time. Right. It's also that thing of like, thing. 
you don't have um like access to mp3s so like mm-hmm. you can only hear songs when you either listen to them on a cd or tape or when they happen to be like on the radio mm. and so they're every every listening is is precious oh yeah i mean every single one we i mean i i don't think i saw like a real movie that that other people would know about or watch until i was like 15 you do have some movies like movie titles on the back burner that when you mention them i'm like i'd have i've never heard that movie what is the mm-hmm. there's at least one animated one maybe it was a dinosaur one oh i mean well we're back is a classic well, that's a classic, but there's Everybody one there's that. one animated one that I remember you saying that I was also like, wait, is that real? I forget Ooh. what it was, but we to, probably talked about think. it on here. I'll have to think. But, I mean, when you mentioned dinosaurs, I automatically think of Land of the Lost, which I don't know if you oh, guys watched. Yeah. I never like really watched it in earnest, but it did. I remember the intro and the intro scared me a lot. Oh, it's very scary. Because they fall down a crevasse, right? They do, and then they're in the land of lost. Oh, that's so scary. That is honestly, although, you know, it didn't seem, it seems like they had an okay time. Like, it wasn't like they immediately died when they got to the land. No, they just kind of were like, what kind of land is this? And then they realized they were lost. And then they realized that there's a lot of, like, you know, dinosaurs it's a yeah, that is time. that is hard. Is it? It was for kids, right? Yeah, definitely. There was a remake recently. Oh, there was a movie, right? Something I don't know. There was I like a fun. Uh, yeah. Wait, I I uh, I forget if it was a movie or a TV show, but I remember seeing a preview for something and being like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I prefer the like cheesy, like practical effects, like everybody's running Absolutely. around on a set. Type yeah, of vibe. and like the the raptor is just a clay raptor with one expression. Oof! Like, oh my god! Wait, speaking of clay, you watched a claymation today? I heard. Mm-hmm. I watched. Well, it's a stop motion. It's those um Ooh. Rankin and Bass old sixties animations. Oh, like the Rudolph. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. And like the Yeti one is really good. Mm-hmm. Today I watched. It's all on YouTube. It's called um, Here Comes Peter Cottontail. Oh, I it's love one of my that. top favorites. Um, I love it. It has the most beautiful songs in the world. There's one. There's one that's like the whole premise is like if I could only go back to yesterday, today would be the perfect day. It's wow. so beautiful. Oh God! I mean, it's it's haunting. It's it's that so, is so devastating. Beautiful. It's so beautiful, and it does predate the song yesterday. And it's just, it's just a magical, wonderful song. Uh, Man, I love it. And then I also watched this immediately after I watched, oh, by the way, we're recording this on Easter, everybody. Happy Easter, everyone. That's why I didn't just randomly watch Here Comes Peter Cottontail, (laughs) although that's something I would do. Uh, Why not? I mean, yeah, it's it's fun to, it's fun to watch this stuff. It's a classic. Yeah. Classic. Then I remembered another movie that we watched growing up which is called um, Peter and the Magic Egg. And needless to say, <laughs> that's one of the best titles of a movie ever. And it is, there are so many things that I forgot about it. This is also all on, on YouTube. The premise is this. There is a farm. It's just a regular farm in Amish country, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's, it's the Doppler farm. 
And they're just Ooh, regular folk. Okay. And one day they find a baby. And this baby okay. is special. He's, he comes from the woods. And they call him Peter Poss. And the note says, like, you know, take care of him. And if you can, love him. Oh. But Peter Poss is different. In one year, he grows to be, like, 17 years old. Oh, boy. And That's too much. It's way is he very tall? He's he's like he's mentally also there. Yeah. He's like completely a seventeen-year-old boy. He's strapping. Wow. And okay. He also has kind of magical gifts. He likes the animals around the farm so much that he makes them all tiny, like pieces of clothing. And Aww. as soon as they put them on, they can talk. <gasps> That's the best dream. That's the ultimate dream. Yep. And he gives them names. Yep. And the song that they sing for that is "Animals Can Be Folks." And oh, my. <laughs> it's the best. Absolutely another movie that if you told me <laughs> you invented this movie, I would I would believe it almost more than I believe that this is a real movie. Exists without me. Yeah, <laughs> it, it does it does say a lot about my taste and the animals can I, be folk. Yeah. Uh and it's it goes, sure is oaks make wait. Is oaks make acorns and Easter eggs have yolks. What? Something, 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 something. An animal can be, folks. Wow. All and right. I do like want to watch that. It's unbelievable. And you'll never guess what happens next. Um, <laughs> Please tell me. Well, there's an evil character named Tin Whiskers. And he is, he is an industrial farmer. So he got an electric tractor. And he got so obsessed with metal and industry that he started what? to make himself a machine. So he's completely like plated in armor, basically, and he what? can attack like a a hoe and like a just he can basically run around the field with a gigantic like machine on him because he kind of is the machine now, and he's trying to take over the Doppler farm. So what do they do? What? Peter Poss goes to the forest and he's like, "Don't worry, everybody. A year ago, my mom, Mother Nature." Excuse me? Yep. Is that why he grows up so fast? Yeah, because he's a child of the forest and he's basically some kind of a mystical creature. He goes back. He sings a beautiful song about how his mother was like, I love you, lad, but please return the dawn before what? <laughs> yeah, it's really beautiful. He talks about how he was a baby and she gave him up to help people. And they go and what do they get? A beautiful contract from Mother Nature from the Easter a Bunny. Contract? A contract from the Easter Bunny to deliver uh, thousands and thousands of eggs so that the Doppler farm can stay in business. Wait, but it's crazy that this is an Easter movie. It's very pagan, I'll tell you what. Wait, a contract from the Easter Bunny? Okay. A business deal. And so they go back to the farm and they're like, well, the good news is that we have this contract and it's, it's incredible. Tin Whiskers, very angry. He decides to uh, challenge Peter Potts. I Poss. cannot get over the name Tin Whiskers. Yeah, it's very, very insane also what everyone has like a pencil like a, a pennsylvania dutch accent um wow. yeah it's a who can hold the land fastest oh so yeah each of them that... I, I guess like or till i don't know what it's called so mm. the thing is though what tin whiskers does is he puts a bunch of hay over a gigantic well and peter oh, Poss no. falls in it 
he goes into a, into a coma for an entire year. And <gasps> that's devastating. Mm-hmm. And they don't know if he's okay, but suddenly, randomly, by magic, a gigantic egg, Stop. a magic egg appears. Um, um, a Meg, M apostrophe egg? A Meg appears. Does it come rescue him? Well, they don't know. As soon as he fell into the coma, the egg appeared. And it's this gigantic egg, and they're just protecting it. They're just protecting it. They think it's from his mother nature mom. Mm-hmm. And they're protecting it. They're making sure it's okay. Um, and then, you know, a year goes by and it hatches. Excuse me? Is he still in, like, the He's the coma? still in a coma. This egg hatches. And guess what's inside? Uh, an Easter bunny? Inside That wouldn't egg, make sense. Inside the egg is a slapstick clown duck. What it's are you talking about? Clown duck with like an old fashioned uh, grosgrain ribbon cap and cane, like that kind of comedian. What? Uh, and he's like honking people's noses, going around doing stupid jokes and making people laugh. And guess what? What? Laughter, Laughter heals him. Oh my God. And guess God. what else? Tin whiskers? He laughs so hard, all the metal falls off. What are you st- What are you mean? He's just been hanging around since then? Well, I mean, the duck obviously parades about the town. And as soon as Tin Whiskers sees the duck, he's like, that is undeniably very funny. And yeah. He just chuckles until all the stuff falls off. He chuckles until the metal comes off of him. Then uh, Peter Poss, he has to go. He has to go help other people in Pennsylvania. Well, that's fair. Yeah. That makes sense. I forgot to mention this. The story opens with the animals being like, come on. Oh, man. Lolly Chops. <laughs> That's the lamb's name. Wow. Come on, Lolly Chops. Um, you know, Uncle Amos is telling the story. And they're like, leave us alone, turtle. I forget his name. Uh, and he's like, hold, hold up. Hold up. Did you watch this today or do yeah. you just remember this much of it? Okay, okay. No, I watched it today. It's only like 25 minutes long too, which is even crazier. Oh. Um, but uh, so then they go, Uncle Amos, he's just a giant egg dressed what? like an Amish person. What? That's who is Uncle he? Amos is. Is that true? He is. Is he just a giant egg? Yes. And they never explain they never explain Uncle Amos's whole thing. It's just a, like a precursor to the story. It's like, gather around, all talking animals. I'm Uncle Amos, the huge talking Amish egg. And then they never circle back to it. What? About I where don't he understand. came from and his whole character. I don't understand. There's a lot the there's a lot to wrap your mind around. But as a kid, I was like, this is this is the best movie I've seen ever. I mean, there are so many different things going on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, this, and you said this is in 20 minutes? Yeah, 25 minutes. Like, a, I, feel like I feel like two hours isn't enough to tell all these tales. You just, it's a wild ride that you just continue to say yes to. You know? Yeah. I mean, I guess you have to. Once that duck comes out of that egg, like, where do you even go from It's one there? of the most insane things. After this is over, I'll send you a picture of what the duck looks like. It's it's the most, it's, it's crazy. Wow. It's crazy. And with that, 
I'm going to welcome everyone to the podcast. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to That's the Spirit. Woo! As you, if you are, are, are a listener, you know that we have taken quite a hiatus. We took, we took a hiatus. Um, I think you probably know why. There's a, there's sure. some kind of a, well, it's a pandemic and it's sweeping across the globe and it's really, really, yeah. really crazy and horrible. And um, we just figured out how to record without seeing each other. Yeah. That is, to be honest, you know, it's been tough. It's been a tough time. It's been a wild time. Yeah. Yeah. It's been even like pandemic aside, it had been a crazy couple weeks. Yes. Um, But yeah, you know, we're luckily still geographically very close. And Steph gave me an Easter basket today that made me (laughs) cry. I ate the scones or their biscuits. They were so fucking good. I I socially distanced Delicious scones. Or fuck, they're not scones. They're biscuits. Delicious, delicious, unbelievably flavorful biscuits. Mm -mm. And then Easter treats galore. And then a beautiful card. Oh, it made my whole week. It made me cry. It was so beautiful. It's so nice having you, even though we can't see each other, knowing that you're right across the street and we got yeah. to look out the window and wave to each other a couple it's days great. back. It's, it's good. It's good. It's good. And it's good to just know that someone is close. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, we, we hope that you're all being safe. And everybody's taking care of themselves. Mm-hmm. And we know that you're really super freaked out. Uh, and and so are we. So, you know, we're yep. all doing it together. We're all doing it together. And but we're going we're gonna to tell you about some fun things. We we're not here really to... Are. I mean, we're here to scare you in the other way. Yeah. It's like how you just turn on an insane Easter show. That's what this is. <laughs> This is an insane yeah. Easter show. This is a thing that when it, when you think it's going to zig, it zags. That's right. When That's the egg right. comes out, what do you think's in that egg? It's well, a it's, it's a, a fast talking duck. It's a vaudeville duck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would give. Oh my god, I would give anything for like the day that I started quarantining myself or like uh, isolating. March eleventh, I would have given anything to come into my apartment and there was a giant egg. Oh my god. And it's like however long this lasts, the egg is here. Mm-hmm. And then when it's lifted and it's safe, the egg hatches and like what's inside of it. You know? What would you do if a vaudeville duck came out? I don't even mean like a little like cute white duck wearing a hat. I mean no, like that's like not a what this foot duck tall, Yes. That's like, not what the duck is in the film either. It is like yeah. a full on like like, like a man duck. Yes. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I mean, I know what other people would do, but for me, I'd be like, I am, I know this. You could monetize that duck. Lickety yeah. split. I also, yeah. you know, part of me, because of Peter and the Magic Egg, I'm half expecting it. Part of me is like, that's a vaudeville duck inside of this I egg. I can't even believe that name. Peter and the Magic Egg. Is it supposed to be like um, Jack and the Beanstalk? I, like. There's really here's two things from this tale about it. Yeah, I I don't know. All I do know is that every single animation mm-hmm. from the 60s, 70s, and very early 80s mm-hmm. I have seen and I thought were current and like up to wow. date, and everybody saw when I was they, growing up. 
I that it 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 explains a lot about like you know I I don't know just like your you know your the I guess the fact that your parents were showing them to you and didn't preface it by saying like this is old makes sense like why would they they want you right. to enjoy it as if it's like you know a, mm-hmm. a cool new thing but it is really funny and I also relate to it like. I wasn't watching the same movies, but like we were watching older movies that I remember thinking like were a cool universal thing and then being like, oh, I guess not everybody's watching like this weird movie that my parents happened to like. Yeah, absolutely. And it's hard too because like when I was very little growing up in a very small town in mm-hmm. Massachusetts, it really was like the videos at the store were like an amateur theater company making videos. Oh, I love that though. Yeah. That's so, it's so wholesome and pure. I remember like a Rumpelstiltskin VHS and a Goldilocks VHS that I was like, mm-hmm. those are the two best movies that I've seen when I was I like mean, five years old. They still can't, they, I, they probably were like, yeah, I don't even, I don't remember any movies from when I was that age. I only remember TV, but like, mm-hmm. I'm sure anything that you were like, if I had watched a like local theater production of something, you better believe I would have been playing dress up as oh my God, like yeah. whatever woman was the star of it. I mean, I just can't believe how many times I watched Rumpelstiltskin because that is a movie about a horrible. That is a scary story. thing. Uh, you know, wanting to forcing someone to marry him unless they can spin gold. Oh, spinning at that spindle. Maybe that fueled your love of spindles. It's got to have to do with it deep down. It's got to be connected to it. I'm just like, when it. Rumpelstiltskin comes, I have to be ready. I have to be ready. You know, you, you've you always got a, a, a spindle awaiting you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At your There's a spindle house. with your name on it. Honestly, oh, we're keeping it safe for you. Oh, it's, it's such a, a beauty. It's, it's, it's such a, a beauty. thing to behold. I bet you could spin oh. gold. I bet you really could. If you try, you know, you know. If you tried, I don't really know how spinning works. Or I have gold. to admit that I have that song. If I could only get back to yesterday, stuck in my head hard right now. It's oh, so boy. beautiful. I I've definitely had, am going to send it to you after this. Yeah, please do God, send it to so me. Good. I have had the America's Funniest Home Video theme song in my head for uh, going on two weeks. <laughs> Every second is dominated by. We've got laughs from coast to coast. Really good. To make it smile. It just won't go away. And this is you. It's so beautiful. It's a good song. I looked it up. Three people. It took three people to write that song. Of course. You can't just get a hit like that without three geniuses working on it. There's a Um, second verse, too, apparently, which, like, rocked my world. That's unbelievable. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Um. Some actually, some some actually fun things have been happening during this dark and insane time Ooh, of turmoil. I would one love thing, to hear one thing. I'll well, I'll share with the listeners is that Robin has been doing a lot of artwork, and it's oh, really yeah. gorgeous. And she's posting it on her Instagram. And oh, every, thank it's, you. It's it's sometimes it's just stuff around the house, and then sometimes yeah. it's a beautiful uh, PSA about staying inside your fucking house. Wow. So, you know, I think you should all you should all check it out. And she's an excellent artist and graphic Thank designer. You. So you should you should check it on out. 
I I got to make some stuff for the pod, you know, that's next up. I, oh, wow. I need to make some pod things. And I don't know if listeners, if you have all watched Steph's incredible web series, Woe oh, my She. God. I forgot oh, that that please, happened. <laughs> please Google and watch. It's called Woe Is She, and it is so good. Steph Aww. wrote it. She is in it. She's so talented. Hey. And... Like all of, I, I think all of it is out now. Yeah, the the final yeah, episode came out a couple weeks on, back on Vimeo. It's all on there. You can watch mm-hmm. it on if you've got a Roku. You can Roku watch it on TV, Go Indie uh, channel. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it, it's all out. It's it's Ugh. a little under an hour. You can watch all seven episodes in in one one fell swoop. You guys are gonna fucking love it. It's so funny and heartfelt and beautiful very well written and you get a beautiful little glimpse of some connecticut wilderness in there too you do if you're feeling Mm -hmm. definitely stir crazy like me um yeah you 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 do get a little bit of a romp in the woods there in the last yeah Um, um i also got two cats Oh my God! How could we forget, <laughs> Stephanie? <laughs> Two tiny, tiny, teeny little tiny tumbler babies. They're very baby. Oh. Uh, so I felt, you know, as as all you listeners know, when when my son Blue did pass. Uh, all right, anybody baby. who like this is your first episode is not my real son. It's, I mean, he he is, but this was a cat that has passed away. Oh, um, I miss him. I miss him every single day so much. R.I.P. Baby boy. Oh, my son. But, um, you know, shelters have been having a really hard time during Mm -hmm. this crisis. And, you know, I had all this cat stuff here. So I thought, you know, I'll apply and see what happens. I'm sure that the shelters are inundated with people that want to adopt or want to foster. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it'll probably get buried. About two (sighs) hours later... I get an email from them being like, when can we drop them off? <laughs> so it's very easy to get a pet right now, everyone. Uh, and you should do it. Honestly, everyone. You should do it. If you have the space, uh, if you're working from home right now, or if you are, you know, furloughed and my heart goes out to you, if you are like really struggling. So if you are struggling, you know, obviously don't feel the need. You don't to get feel a like pet. you got to get a cat. If you, if you have a little bit more time and you've been thinking about it for a while and, and you want to try it out, foster, foster a cat. Yeah, I know. Foster, um, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to say now that I've done it, the ultimate is two cats. And here's why. Oh, yeah. They just play with each other all the time. And it's the, it's like know, a, you, you're beating the system that way. Like, it's like having each cat has its own best friend and babysitter in a way. It's it's great because, like, if I have to work, which I do, and they're like, well, I'm, I'm bored and I need to play, they have a playmate right there. Oh. Now, the downside of that is that with Blue, he just had me, so he was obsessed with me. And I'm waiting for these cats to get like super. They're gonna be. With me. They're gonna be obsessed with you. Don't worry. Yeah. So their names are Cricket and Goose. Everyone. They're so cute. They're very. They're very baby sweet. One is a little uh, creamsicle, a little orange creamsicle cat, and the other oh. is a, a like gray and white tabby with two like perfectly round white circles on her cheeks, like a clown would have. She's so little. She's very She's, like, very baby. impossibly little. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? I'll tell you, they're eating me out of house and home. They eat <laughs> so much food. Um, they and then they they just immediately shit as like immediately oh, yeah. they eat, they just shit. They're great. I I I, I do, love them. I do love them. 
I love Steph pointed her. We were like video chatting the other day and she was just like, oh, uh, yeah. And by the way, look at this. And they were just like, it was like a Looney Tunes cloud when like two characters are fighting and they're just like tumbling. And the cats were just like in a tangled cloud moving so fast that you could not even make out the shape of a cat. Yeah. And like not actually fighting, but just like wrestling. They're they so cute. So they small. love each other. Yeah. Oh, I love them. They're great. I really can't wait to debut them to the world. You know, it's, it's, they're wasted on me. I want the whole world to see these cats. Oh. These babies. Um, we got to get you some cat clothes. Oh, yeah. I mean, also, you know, now that we're talking about this, worth mentioning that in the advent of the coronavirus also came Tiger King, which we could talk Ooh, about for like yeah. four hours. Um, oh, my know. God. Yeah. I mean, what's left to say that hasn't already been said a hundred times? Honestly, like where uh, I think that actually maybe today or yesterday they aired a follow up special. Did wow. you hear about that? I did. I think it was like a Tiger King. Where are they now? Kind of thing. Oh wow! I mean, we know he's in jail, but yeah. You know, spoiler: it's it's really not. It opens with him being in jail. Um, yeah. But I mean, my favorite my favorite thing that's happened since that came out is that Joe Exotic started Instagram posting for the first time in three years. And oh, and his Instagram is a. Just treat to behold. Oh my god! There's one There's post that's just post. a hot dog bun with chips in it, and he's like, "Sometimes <laughs> you eat I it's insane. Oh, I love him. And some of them are just photo, like stock photos of sexy men, and yeah. the caption will just be "damn." And it's like, where did you even find this? Yeah, posting like Instagram is like a, a a journal or like a way to text message with yourself, basically. Yeah. It's like leaving a note for yourself for later. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, oh, there's there's a lot. If you haven't watched it, obviously, it's it's, Give it it's a worth look. a look. The one thing, here's my big criticism, is that, you know, justice for the tigers. Justice for the tigers. Yeah, those tigers, uh, that was very tough, I will say. And, like, those, those poor sad monkeys reaching through the oh bar at God. the end really got me and you know robin and i are against apes in a lot of ways um, oh my god wait speaking of something else incredible that happened was stephanie's work presentation about jonestown everyone oh, yeah <laughs> i don't even know where to begin maybe we should just post it in slides on i don't know I if we can we oh, i think we've got to find a way to share it and the skeletons one i don't well, really know how to describe these things to you guys this is a little bit of a spoiler but on so on on tuesdays my department has like a all hands meeting where everybody on the team is like over 20 people we meet and we go over what's going on what's happening and these happen at 10 30 in the morning and mm -hmm. 7 30 a.m for our la people Oof. so uh you know a while ago they were like let's open up like Actually, this was when I was the manager. I was like, let's add an editorial section and we can mm -hmm. have people do presentations on stuff that they like as like a fun team building thing. So we yeah. opened that back up. And so far, it's just been me. <laughs> Nobody else on the team has done one. But I did the first one and it was because you're knocking them out of the park. I would really like somebody to because I got to tell you, I'm not proud of this. They take a long time. The presentations take a long time and I do enjoy them, but they're a lot of work. When you play, uh, when you play through them, they have like 
some, I wouldn't call it animation maybe, but like, you know, the words, when you click the words move. Yeah. In PowerPoint, that is what it's called. It's an animation effect. It's really incredible. uh, Yeah. Building in all those fun animations Mm -hmm. takes a long time. Um, I did one on skeletons and I immediately did one on Jonestown and you know, I take some liberties. I'll say that. Um, don't tell anybody on the team, Robin, but no, on Tuesday, on Tuesday, Heaven's Gate. Oh, oh boy. They're not even ready. They're not ready. It's basically a Luciferian's guide to the next level. And I'm walking Mm -hmm. them through how to join. How to get there. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm really (laughs) excited. that away team. I'm really excited. I Uh, mean, Mr. Muggs was... A, a significant part of the Jonestown presentation. Yeah, and I did take a lot of liberties with Mr. Muggs and his whole his whole thing that he did. Um, anybody, I think you hit the nail on the head, though. Oh, thank you. Anybody who wants like a really good look at Jonestown, I mean, there's there's tons of different. Oh wait, one time Robin did make her family listen to the Jonestown's tape on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I can't. That's even, still. I can't even act like I didn't do that. Honestly, it's inspiring to me. And I love that. I just love that you did this. I thought it was crazy that none of them had ever heard it. It's really, really, really hard to listen to. It is hard to listen to, but, but not you know the what? second time. Not the second time. Once you hear Only it, the- you, you've, you've just heard it. Yeah, it's just in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's... Folks, it's hard to catch you up because <laughs> even though, even in the midst of crisis... I will. I, I I do think that one thing we've done well mm-hmm. is continue being on brand for ourselves, which is mm-hmm. finding and doing crazy things. Yeah, for are, sure. Uh, you know, pouring our hearts into something very, very, very stupid. Yes. Um, oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. And I, with that, I mean. Oh yeah. Well, we. I know we've got some fun stuff to tell you about. We definitely do. Do you want to go? Do you want me to go? What's up? Um, I don't even know. I mean, listener, the last episode that you probably heard was Stephanie's Incredible Tomb Tales, which oh God, was yeah, Tomb Tales. such I a wonderful treat. <laughs> I love Tomb Tales. I, that was such a fun one. I fucking loved it. Um, but I can, uh, yeah, I can go. I'll tell you a little, a little fun one. Great. Um, I'm going to tell you about uh, some... So uh, I won't give it away. I won't give it away. Okay. okay um, so this stuff, just to cite some sources, is from unmaskedzine.com and strangehistory.net. Okay. Great. So Rochdale in Lancashire is haunted by the ghost of a rabbit. <gasps> Specifically, the bomb, bomb rabbit, a diabolical the, rabbit. The bomb rabbit? Like B-A-U-M. Bomb. Oh, wow. Okay. Rabbit. Gotcha. A ghost rabbit with fur as white as snow and eyes as red as blood haunts mm. the grounds of St. Mary's Church. The earliest account of the ghostly apparition seems to be the one included in Rochdale Past and Present, a history and guide published in 1876. Uh, there, it is suggested to have been spotted nightly and is said to be invulnerable to pellets or air guns. This is a panicula. It is a little baby bonicula or a carabanog, either one. Yeah. Um, So, okay, sorry. The photo that I had included didn't copy. So give me one second. 
Take Sorry, your time. everyone. You take your time. Okay. So this is this is an excerpt from that. <clears throat> uh, Bomb Rabbit, an apparition or imaginary appearance. There is a passage in Rochdale leading to St. Mary's Church called The Balm. A man went through this passage late at night, and afterwards this dialogue took place. Quote, what dost think I seed last night? I seed a rabbit. That, th- that's not. A rabbit's common enough. But this were a bomb rabbit. Uh, wow. The phrase is in use at the present time, bomb rabbit, when a person says he has seen an appearance of some kind which is thought unlikely or merely imaginary. It's not but a bomb rabbit. The worst boggart there is upon this countryside. I'd back it again over witch or fairy... Bomb rabbit, uh, blah, blah, blah. I've met twice those who believed in the bomb rabbit, the phantom rabbit that is supposed to haunt the, cl- the clou- claws? The clues. Claws. Mm. I don't know how you pronounce that word, but it's a church word. Claws. Clou- I don't okay. know how it's spelled. C-L-O-U-G-H? I don't know. Clow? Could be anything. Could be claw. Clow. Okay, so... Clog. It might be a clog. <laughs> Um, so they mentioned it being a boggart and just FYI, I had only heard that word in the context of Harry Potter, Mm. but a boggart is, uh, one of numerous related terms used in English folklore for either a household spirit or a malevolent geographically defined spirit that inhabits fields, marshes, or other topographical features. Yeah, we, we, I don't think I even mentioned it, but when I did like uh little house elves and mm. uh like red caps and stuff like that yeah That's a yeah 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 there's a lot of like related terms for this and like boogeyman and Ooh. stuff like that are all they all come from the same root word that i think is just like the german word bug i don't sure. really i don't know sure. um so what is a bomb rabbit like what does bomb rabbit mean Which well me, yeah uh, there is a, pas- a passage in Rochdale leading to St. Mary's Church called the Baum. Mm. So, and Baum, I think in German means tree. So I think it's just like, it's basically like a, an evil tree rabbit. Um, so this, it doesn't sound too scary to me, just seeing a rabbit. But apparently uh, there was a fairly common theme of like rabbit spirits from around this time. Um and grown men and women alike frightened of uh, phantom. Ugh, ugh, let me start that again. Why were grown men and women alike frightened of phantom rabbits in the 19th century? Well, apparently, boggarts in the countryside were known to change into different animals, typically colored white, like white calves, right? White dogs and white rabbits. Wow. Um, yeah, and you know, I think that albino rabbits exist in nature, but they aren't super common. So if they were to see one, they would probably be like, what the fuck is that? Um, because, you know, you're used to seeing like a, your brown hairs, your Yeah, your, or your like even, a, even a, a black or brown mm-hmm. or gray. Yeah. So I think that if they saw an albino bun, they probably were like, that's a ghost. I, um, I can understand that. Yeah. Um, it's also thought that people maybe mistook the phant- uh, the rabbits for uh, phantoms called pukas, which we've talked about. Oh, man. Um, yeah. And Don't even though uh, it's so scary, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather see a puka bun than a horse, to be honest. 
Um, yeah, I'd almost always see a wild bun than a wild and than a wild horse, though. Yeah, that's Just true. Like on its own, it surprises me. Yeah, yes, safety wise, yeah. Yeah. Um, so supposedly back then, witches were also said to change into hares and rabbits. Um, here is an account of a witch trial from the Isle of Man. Mm. <clears throat> Suspected witches are now, now being the mid 1840s, differently treated in the island, as appears by the following case of recent occurrence. A farmer named John Quine, residing at Balhari in the parish of Marone, having lost in succession a heifer, a cow, a horse, uh, stupidly attributed the death of these animals to the influence of witchcraft, though it was plain to other people that his loss in each instance was only the effect of a natural cause. On the 19th of December, 1843, he obtained from one of the deemsters a trespass warrant under authority of which a jury was sworn and a great number of persons summoned as witnesses and examined on the premises the exam was conducted chiefly in manx i don't know what that means mm-hmm. and such questions as the following were put did you ever witch quine's cattle do you bear any malice against quine do you hear anybody talking about quine before his cattle died and seemingly grudge him what he possessed The jury was ultimately adjourned, and on the following day, similar questions were proposed, but one of the jurymen interfered and refused to allow any interrogatories. Oh, God, I feel so dumb. Interrogatories. That's that's not like a regular word everybody uses. Um, Irrelevant to the members of trespass, and the proceedings were further adjourned, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so. Listen, uh, I just want to say that if... If a trial was determined whether or not I cursed and grudged somebody, I would lose. Oh, boy. I would lose and there would be so much evidence against me. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they, okay, a couple days later, they were like, let's get everybody else who we haven't questioned yet from the town, including Quine's sister-in-law, who was a midwife in his immediate neighborhood. After being sworn in the common form, the question put to the midwife was, did you ever come in any shape or form to do Quine or his goods an injury? The poor woman confessed that she had once passed through Quine's fields without leave on being called in great haste to attend a neighbor's wife in labor and being frightened into the belief that she was consequently liable for the expenses of the court before a verdict was pronounced by the jury. She agreed to pay the costs amounting to nearly five pounds. This poor woman. Oh, Uh, poor thing. While the advocate employed in this case was busily employed in taking minutes of the evidence, some wag managed to let loose, unperceived in the room, a wild rabbit. So somebody let a rabbit loose in the courtroom. I love that person. All they want is chaos. Chaos. Mayhem. I I love that. On the appearance of this unexpected visitor, all in an instant became terrified and a scene of confusion ensued that may be better conceived than it is possible to describe. The jury (laughs) in particular, with staring eyes, hair on end, and mouths distorted, shouted, The witch! The witch! This (laughs) uproar continued for several minutes till one of the party, more courageous and daring than the rest, seized the supposed witch, and while depriving the harmless creature of existence, sad, triumphantly exclaimed, You shall not trouble poor Quine again. So, yeah... Wow, what a hero. Um, people were so quick to assume that rabbits were witches that when this rabbit was let loose in the courtroom, which honestly I got to think maybe just maybe that happened once in a while in the 1840s and like I honestly rural feel areas. like 
I feel like it was used as a scapegoat. Like, yeah, probably. You know, let's like, you know, like people got together and they were like, fuck, if we don't just like let mm-hmm. a rabbit loose, they're going to find some yeah. gentlewoman of town. Yeah, they're going to keep and, questioning like, until they get what they want. So well, let's just put a fucking rabbit in the Put a rabbit it on the ground. It was smart to do. And I'm sorry the rabbit had to die, but. I know, um, but it probably saved that woman's life. It's a solution. It's a it's a hard solution. Ugh, R.I.P. Bun. Um, but uh, okay, one little last one. England is not the only place with rabbit ghosts. Ooh. In Longanwood, Wales, are the ruins of an old castle known as Castle Coke. Mm. I think uh, local tradition has it that the ruins of a chest of gold is buried and is supernaturally guarded. Wow. One evening. A terrified villager saw the figure of a tall, ethereal-looking nun cross Ooh. the castle moat, climb to the top of the ruins, Ooh. and then vanish. Can you fucking imagine seeing the the spirit of a, a scary, ethereal nun, like, mount a, a moat and then, like, rise up over ruins? Oh, God. I um, feel like... I feel like we've seen, we've talked about nuns haunting a lot. And it's like, mm-hmm. if you're so good in life, if you were so like, you know, the whole point of being a nun is that right. you go straight to heaven. So why are you, yeah. why are you fucking sticking Good around point. here? Why are right. you here? You're just a common ghost like anybody can be. Come on. A ghost can be anything. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's a really good point. I mean- I feel like if you ever encounter a nun ghost, like you being anybody listening to this also, if you ever encounter a nun ghost, that's a really good thing to bring up with them to kind of like confuse them enough to get away. Or to help them go. Just be like, I think, you know, that like you may not know this, but you have died. Yeah. And, you know, heaven awaits. Bye. Just let them them go. Like, I don't know if this is how it works, but like – Maybe you could be like, you know, you're a ghost. You don't have to dress like a nun anymore. I guess like probably being a ghost is not like lucid dreaming where once you realize it, you can change it. But maybe it is. I don't know. I feel like it might be. It might be. It's hard to know. I think it probably is now that you say it like that. I feel like it is because like whenever somebody realizes they're a ghost, it's like they wake up, you know? They disappear. Yeah, it's like a ghost is just walking around a house, and it's like as soon as you're like, you can do literally anything. Mm-hmm. It changes it all. Be free. Be free. If someone walked up to me and was like, Steph, you don't have to be like be on a computer right now. You're a ghost. You could just you could just fly through the entire ceiling of the building. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, thanks for letting me know, buddy. I had no idea. I if somebody came up to me and said, "What are you doing? Don't you know you can you're a bird, you can fly, or you're a ghost, you can fly, or you're just a like whatever." I don't know. Mm-hmm. If somebody told me that I could do something that like I had never even considered was the truth and I like couldn't remember the circumstances leading up to that moment, cuz I feel like with ghosts they're like in a dream type of way. They're like, I don't know how I got here or really what's going on, but like I'm committing to it. Yep. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, you could snap a ghost out of it. I I certainly hope so. Also for a second there, before you brought up ghosts again, I was like, Robin's the new like pre 
exposed as a horrible person. I guess there really was no pre, but you're the new Tim Robbins. That was inspirational. If someone comes up to you and says, you can do something, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Thank you. It's always been my aspiration to just inspire. Be a motivational speaker. Yeah. Wear a little um, microphone on the side of my face and talk to a big room of people. Yeah. I would, Uh, I mean, pay so much money to see you do an inspirational TED Talk. Well, (laughs) you're going to be able to buy it on DVD. You're going to be able to rent it on demand. Wow. You know? be able to download the audible book um anyway all right anyway so uh this nun ghost right so Mm -hmm. she doesn't realize she's a nun ghost so she vanishes into the ruins a farmer standing near the ruins in the twilight next saw the specter his dogs rushed towards it only to recoil revealing a rabbit as big as a sheep, which had taken her place. (gasps) Oh my God, a big thumper. Dream. Oh man. A dream. On the lady's last appearance, a number of watchers advanced upon her in a circle. As they got closer, she was transformed again into a hare, (laughs) which vanished into thin air. The hare, of course, is an ancient British omen. I guess so. I didn't really know. Of course. Of course. Of course. And also the preferred vehicle of witches as they dashed across the countryside. At this stage, the strange affair rests. The spook's appearance has usually been about 7 o'clock, and every night watchers from various parts of the valley, including many colliers, gather near the spot. Wow. A rabbit as big as a sheep. Can you run towards it uh, and wrap the floppy ears about me like a Oh, my God. I would be... God, can you I I think that if it were as big as a sheep, I would try and not like ride on it, but just like drape my body over it. I would you never know? be if I were in its presence, I would never deign to I, I I couldn't be taller than it. I'd have to sit on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta get level like, right up with it. Yeah. First tell it that it's okay and that it's 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 a good bun. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And then touch its nose softly. Mm-hmm. And then uh, if you if you do have a banana, I feel like, you know, feel free to, if the bun is that large, go ahead and give it a whole banana. Yeah. I mean, if you have any, any kind of, uh, you know, leafy vegetable, also the bun would probably mm-hmm. really like, I oh, think yeah. it's a, you know, miss information that bunnies like carrots they don't like love them but yeah i don't think they're like obsessed with them they'll eat them just they'll like eat you them. or i will but they bunnies like them just about do. how much it's like you or i like them yeah, yeah. They, they definitely love fruit because love who it. doesn't you know mm-hmm. and yeah. uh yeah oh Man. what a dream oh, i would give I, anything to become a giant bunny at i would and and not only that, but become a giant bunny that can then disappear whenever. Oh, man, the ultimate dream. The ultimate dream. Wow, that's so beautiful and I love it. Yeah, I just love the idea of there being ghosts that are buns. I'm sad that that one bun was murdered in court. He's but a real ghost now, yeah. He took one, yeah, and he, and he saved a life in doing so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he sure did. Yeah. Well, that's um, wonderful. Do you have a special go 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 ghost? Kind of. I think oh. I did this on the pod, but I'm just going to do it again because I can't remember. People will um, love it anyway. 
do you remember if I ever did a Christian angelology? I don't think you have. Okay. So this is one of my favorite topics because it is so batshit crazy. So yeah, what is it? A lot of it's basically just the the choirs, the the kinds of angels. Um, oh, okay. In, in Judaism, in Christianity, in that whole, uh, I guess I'll call it category. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and just like how a, a while ago, like a year or more ago, you covered a little bit of Lesser Key of Solomon. Yeah, and there are like you know uh, kingdoms within hell. And then, like, municipalities, mm-hmm. of like course. duchies, all of these things. Kind of, there's definitely a hierarchy of angels. And okay. we don't think of them the way that they are. You know, you, you think of an angel, you think of, oh, I don't know. What do you think of when you think of an angel? Uh, I guess just, like, the angel Gabriel, like, blowing a trumpet or whatever. Sure. With big old yeah. wings, like a, like a sexy man just wearing a loincloth with wings. Sure. Well, what I if I told right. you that that is only the, he is, Gabriel, for example, is the second weakest angel. What are you talking about? In the nine orders of angels. Oh my God. That's so many. Yeah. So this is like the opposite of demons, I guess, but they're so related. So I just figured, you know what? It's spooky. It's Easter. Let's just, Mm -hmm. let's fuck with it. Let's just do it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So in Christianity, angels are agents of God. They're basically like the FBI and the CIA of God. And uh, there's a hierarchy. There's like, like there isn't anything. In the Middle Ages, a lot of uh, schemes were proposed about the hierarchy of angels, drawing on um, pseudo-Dionysian stuff, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, things like, uh, you know, the old Thomas Aquinas and stuff, drawing on the New Testament. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm using a lot of different sources. I'll listen to the end. One of them is just, like, list verse, like, ten things you probably didn't know about. So... I'm just going to get right into it. Oh, tell me, please. There's three spheres. So there's nine orders and there's okay. three spheres. And I'm going to start with the ones that are, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start, start at the top. Yeah. The first sphere. So the first sphere are angels that serve as the heavenly servants of God. Okay. So we're starting with the topmost dudes, the seraphim. Okay. Mm, I, I've heard that. I've heard of them. Yep. Or seraph. That's one. Okay. So literally translated, it's burning ones. Ooh, shit. Uh, the word seraph is normally synonymous with serpents. Oh, God. Uh, when used in the Hebrew Bible. And, you know, that's just the etymology of the word. Mm-hmm. So seraphim are high, the highest angelic class, and they serve as the caretaker of God's throne. Mm-hmm. Their okay. entire job is to continually shout praises. Not just any praises. It's something called the, I'm going to mispronounce this, and I also am not looking at the word, I'm just remembering reading it, Trigosian. And it's just the words, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. So that's like the long version. 
They also mm-hmm. could just say holy, holy, holy over and over and over and over. Wow. Okay. okay. What do they look like, you ask? I'm scared to find out. Six fiery wings. <laughs> Wait, are they okay. bad? <laughs> I mean, are they look, evil? Look, in one of our first episodes, Tommy Tommy just uh, mentioned my brother that there's a reason. He's a theologian, everyone. Mm. There's a reason that in the Bible... Angels are always they. Their first thing they say is "Be not afraid." Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they They're are very scary. Oh um, my! God. But these ones in the first sphere, these guys don't really hang out with humans. They don't mm-hmm. visit Earth. They don't. They don't hang with us. So fiery six six winged beings. Two mm-hmm. wings cover their face. The other oh, two what? cover their feet, and the last okay. two they use to fly. Okay, the feet. I guess. Well, sure, they make sense. I don't really get it. Um, But basically, these these dudes are surrounding the divine throne always. Okay. Mm -hmm. Next up on the list, cherubim. Oh yeah, little babies. No, 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 Uh no, no, Uh no, Robin. Okay. What you're what you think of when you think of cherub? You're actually thinking of a. I'm going to mispronounce this. It's either. Putty or putty or putty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard so that. That's in like Renaissance artwork and stuff. Wingless or sometimes winged human babies. At no um, bay. In like figurative art. Mm-hmm. That's wrong. are, they could not be further from human babies. Oh, no. So here's what cherubs look like. Cherubim have four faces. Nope. Oh, one of a no. man, one no. of an ox, one of a lion, and one of an eagle. That's so dark. Okay, they have four conjoined wings covered with eyes. No. Okay. <gasps> Why? A lion's body. Ugh. And the feet Wait, of an ox. What? Why? That's it's like it's a full monster. It's a full monster. You need to combine all those things. Well, I'll tell you why, buddy. Why? The cherubim guard the way to the tree of life in the Garden of Eden, okay? Yeah. Okay. And they also guard the throne of God. So the, it's basically, um, ah, fuck. What's the name of that three-headed dog that guards the way to oh, Cerberus. It's basically a that, okay? I mean, it's, it's like the faces are one thing, but like the body being that many things – it's like no, the body is just a lion. Okay, and then the food is ox. <laughs> but then the foot, the food, the foot is an ox. I don't it's know what to tell. Too many legs. I really like it. I gotta say, this is like a hippogriff. Does the head to spin depending on what the mood is? Uh, I think it's just always kind of looking around. <sighs> and you know, one of the heads is an eagle, so it, it probably has a lot of you know, a lot of mobility with the neck and all. Yeah, that's true. But oh, God. So uh, Thomas Aquinas thought that Satan was a fallen cherubim. I, I, I don't know about this. It, it kind of fits with his old, his old deal. I guess, but I feel like we would know if he looked like this. Well, uh, a lot of the things about angels is that when they, if they are to come to Earth, they can take Mm -hmm. a different form. Okay. Okay. So, but again, in the first sphere. 
seraphim and cherubim these guys they're not usually these dudes they don't come to earth they're mainly like god's go-to friends yeah they're um, his close buddies yeah. they stay so close. this next one is actually i think kind of my favorite and i also named a DD character after it mm. so this is thrones oh okay uh do you remember thrones yeah that was in the circle right yeah because he's an asimar and he's part yeah. celestial Oh, so cool. So thrones or in, um, well, I'll, I'll just get into it. Okay. So living symbols of God's justice and authority, basically they're like the judicial system. They're the Supreme court of heaven. Oh shit. Um, So it is not unusual to find that thrones are associated with the Ophanim or Erelim from the Jewish angelic hierarchy. Um, some people think that they're like completely separate things, but some people think they're the same. It's, it's, it's debated. Okay. Um, so it kind of refers to the wheel seen in Ezekiel's vision in the chariot. Mm, yeah. Um, so, and also one of the Dead Sea Scrolls construes them as, at them as, as angels. And also okay. with sections of the book of, Enoch or Enoch. I don't know. It depends mm. on who you ask. So I just want to talk about the book of Enoch for a second. Yeah. What is it's it? Like, it's like one of those books. I'm obsessed with it. It's one of the books that most, uh, most like versions of Christianity is like, that's not canon and they mm-hmm. don't include it. And I think the reason is because it is the most fun one. And it talks about the origins of demons and giants oh wait really there's i didn't know there was giants in the vibe oh yeah uh like why some angels fell from heaven explanation about the great flood there's a lot of it's so fun it's just okay i love that it's also like the genesis for things like ancient aliens it's it's very very yeah so book of enoch is like you know i could talk about that for 800 years um but so that's where you know Dead Sea Scrolls Book of Enoch this is where Thrones is kind of talked about as an ophanim so Mm -hmm. what do they look like you ask well please tell me I'm scared very unusual looking but I love it even compared to the other celestials so when they move the others moved Mm -hmm. oh wait 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 boop 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 okay here's what they look like two spinning wheels all right already wild covered in eyes oh ugh ugh yep the eyes yeah why i don't understand i mean i i i really don't know but it's two like wheels inside of wheels just spinning 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 that is terrifying yeah, let me try to find. I found a better description. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, here it is. The wheels. Okay, fiery flame. Obviously, they're on fire. Four. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like either two or four eye covered wheels, Oof. each composed. Okay, each composed of two nested wheels. Ew. So it's like, like two I know nested that's not wheels gross, but... inside of two nested wheels covered in eyes. I mean, and it's just spinning. They're all spinning. They move next to the cherubim beneath the, the throne of God. So okay. the four wheels move with the cherubim because of the spirit of the cherubim 
Okay, because the spirit of the cherubim is inside of them. Ugh. Wait. Okay. Ew. It's so, also called the many-eyed ones. Oh, man. powered by the spirit of these goblin demon i mean i know they're not demons but like they're very related i would say they have they're very close to being demons at any minute it's very scary yes i just Um, don't like the idea of that many eyes it's a lot of them it's a lot of them but you know what when i hear about this it is scary but i'm also like hell yeah it is cool it's very very cool to me and I do like that because sometimes Christian like lore can be a little bit like, I don't know, like, I don't want to say, I don't want to say like boring or predictable, but nobody could sure. predict this. No, I never, <laughs> even like in my wildest dreams, would I not dream of four wheels covered in eyes powered by angel spirit. Yeah, very, very fun and kind of even funny, I'll say. Yeah, um, very much so. Yeah. Uh, so the second sphere gets way more, like, regular. Okay. This is kind of like the managerial section. They're heavenly's governors. Oh, heavenly wow. governors of the creation by um, – basically, they, they guide and rule spirits. Oh, okay. Middle management. We need those too, you know? Yeah. So we got dominions, okay? Cool. Dominions basically regulate the duties of lower angels. Okay. Middle managers. Yeah, managers. Um, so they they very, very rarely make themselves physically known to people. The dominions are believed to look like divinely beautiful humans with a pair of mm-hmm. feathered wings. Okay. Much like the common representation of angels. Yeah, that sounds pretty... Yeah. They can be distinguished, though, from other groups by wielding orbs of light fastened to the heads of their scepters or on the pommel of their swords. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. That's kind of fun. That is Uh, fun. But you know what? They are middle managers still. They're just kind of like, you know, fucking busting everybody's balls all the time. (laughs) Then we got virtues. These angels are those through which signs and miracles are made in the world. Oh, cool. Yeah, so uh, basically, that's all they do, which is a very fun job. I mean, they get all the glory, kind of. They kind of do. And I think that this is what, when people say, talk about guardian angels, this is, I think, what they're Mm -hmm. thinking about, um, whether they know it or not, this is like the closest thing in like the official hierarchy that Mm. would be like that. Yeah. Next, underneath that is powers. And powers, their primary duty is to supervise the movements of the heavenly bodies to ensure that the cosmos remains in order, which is cool. I like that. Yeah. So there are also warrior angels and they usually, you know, they're against evil, all of these things, Mm -hmm. um, especially evil that uh, makes use of matter in the universe and fucks with it. Mm -hmm. Um, They can cast evil spirits to detention places and they usually look like soldiers. They wear full armor, helmets, defensive and offensive weapons, shields, spears, chains, that wow. kind of thing. Shit. So they're like full on the space police. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the knights of space. Uh, I'm, wow. Yeah. 
So this third sphere, this is where we get into regular, regular stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So these angels basically function as heavenly guides, protectors, and messengers to people. Mm-hmm. So we got principalities, okay? Okay. Principalities, uh, these are angels that guide and protect nations or groups of peoples. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is kind of like, um, or institutions like a church, mm, right? Okay. Um, principalities preside over bands of angels, which we haven't gotten to, mm-hmm. and charge them with fulfilling the divine ministry. So um, there are some who administer, some who assist. Principalities are shown wearing a crown and carrying a scepter. Okay. That's cool. So they are, their duties are also to carry out orders given to them by the upper sphere of angels. They're the managers. Okay. They're the true managers. They're, yeah, yeah. They're doing good and for themselves. bequeath blessings to the material world. So All like right. a virtue would be like, hey, principality, can you go do that miracle? And they'd be like, fucking fine, fine. I just got done with what that, that last weird, miracle. weird, like bureaucratic system. It's, uh, I, I, I have nothing to say, but that I love it. <laughs> it's so insane. It does, this is the truest thing of like mankind being like, if we were to imagine heaven, well- there's definitely people in charge of other yeah. people. It's got to be almost exactly like it is here, but yeah. just with miracles. There was like one incredible man who was like, the first three are going to be monsters. Right. And, they're like, and then like right. he Thank passed away. And wow. they were like, all right, I guess it's going to run just like a regular yeah. company. Yeah. Now um, that he's gone, let's get this back on track. <laughs> yeah. So sad. Uh, so principalities are also, um, you know, they, they oversee groups of people they educate and guard the realm of earth. Um, okay. Yeah, they seem pretty fine. They're also associated with art and sciences, which is kind of fun. Yeah, that's nice. So now we got what a lot of people think is a really high up level, and it's archangels. Oh, okay. And archangels. They're not you know, that they're high all, up? All the way down the list, yeah. Yeah. So we have like, you know, it means chief angel, translation from Hebrew, Hebrew uh, or uh, ancient Greek also. Mm. And I, I got to say, I'm a little bit confused about this. The word is only used twice in the New Testament. Oh, wow. And really? Only, yeah. Only only the angels Michael and Gabriel are mentioned by name in the New Testament. And huh. Gabriel isn't even listed as an archangel. The Weird. only one that is is Michael. But it is assumed, I think, or said somewhere that there are seven of them. Okay, And I think using context clues, people have decided which ones are which. Okay. Uh, so men, in most Christian t- traditions, Gabriel is one. Mm, okay. Um, you know, and he's, he's like, he's pretty famous as, he's as, fa- as everyone he, yeah, would know. He's like the famous one. Yeah. Uh, so there's the Archangel Raphael. There is, let's see, Uriel mm-hmm. is one. Uh, translates to light of God. Oh, that's um, nice. That's pretty. Kind of pretty. You know, almost almost like maybe there was fr- uh, like one other sun angel who was named after light and it could have been Lucifer, but then like he well, left sure. and sure. then they named someone Uriel. Like it sort of does feel like a, a know, little bit. A little bit pointed. A little bit pointed. Let's see. Who else do they have? Oh, there's a bunch. I don't even think that this article I'm looking at mentions all of them, but there are seven said to be the guardian angels of nations and countries concerned with the issues and events surrounding um, surrounding them, politics, military matters, commerce, trade. 
Um, Michael traditionally is seen as the protector of Israel. Uh, nice. Yeah, nice. And shout then, out. Shout out. And, you know, some make a, dis- a distinction between archangel and a archangel upperca- uppercase lowercase. I just Wait, think it's really? good. That, yeah, like the former, the lowercase is like the second lowest choir of angels or, uh, you know, a, a, a weak boy. Mm-hmm. And then the latter might be like a higher up angel. I I just I just gotta is think that, no. Is that how like does it is that implied that make, in the Bible? It doesn't no, it doesn't make any sense to me. If we're using the hierarchy, the ones that are closest to God, right, mm-hmm. are the highest level ones. Any angel that comes to earth and like messes with a human, like gets mm-hmm. close to a person. They got to be lower down the totem pole. Yeah, that that does make sense to me. I yeah. have to say. I mean, the very bottom of the totem pole is, guess what? What? Regular angel? Angels. <laughs> sad. <laughs> angels so sad. Or, or plain angels. Aww. Lowest order of celestial beings, most recognized. They're the ones concerned sad. with the affairs of men. And I, you know, for that, I love them. Within they're the doing, category of this. their best. Lots of different functions, messengers to humanity, personal guardian angels, just regular old folk, regular Aww. folk. You know, I'm, I'm not going to get into it because we just like simply don't have time. But there's one other thing that I love. Please tell me. And that me. is called a Nephilim. What is it? Wait. Offspring of angels and humans. Oh, what? That is pretty awesome. There's Nephilim How do you stuff know in the Book if of you Enoch. Are one? Everything would get fucked up if you were one. Um, it's pretty much illegal. Like, so basically, and, and again, I'm I'm really dumbing this down, but God was like, okay, some some of these angels, some of the some of you go down to earth, hang out with these new creations I made. And mm-hmm. the Nephilim were like, or I'm sorry, the angels were like, okay, cool. And God was like, the one thing is like, they're, they're basically brand new and they're also an experiment humans. So Uh don't like, don't fuck with them. Don't hang out. Like you can't intermingle. And some angels, the fallen ones were like, no, we're going to start boning them. So. Oh no. Uh huh. Um, the angels came down, seduced humans and the Nephilim were born. Wow. In Wait, that has to Nick, be illegal, though. Okay. Nephilim loosely translates to giants. Cool. Once again, okay. love that giants are in this. Yep. And, uh, you know, it. there's, I think I may not even be able to, like, fully get into the Nephilim because they are so fun. And it, it, it's it's basically just, like, an abomination. That's all it is. It's an abomination that was never made to be. (laughs) Oh, God. I mean, do they look like humans? No, they don't always look like humans. Uh, They they are sometimes, depending on where you look, depicted as larger than humans. Okay. Um, You know, let's see. From Genesis, it says, when people began to multiply on the face of the ground and daughters were born to them, the sons of God, angels, saw that they were fair, yeah. super hot, and they took wives for themselves of all that they chose. 
Then the Lord said, my spirit shall not abide in mortals forever, for they are flesh. Their days shall be 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth earth in those days and also afterward when the sons of God went into the daughters of humans who bore children to them. These were the heroes that were of old, warriors of renown. Wow. So it's pretty pretty fucking sick. And then um, later on, there's a bunch of stuff about I mean there's it's it's all over the place. It's pretty I great. wanna I think it would be very fun if Okay, wait, here's this. Yeah. I gotta I just gotta share. Oh yeah. This is from numbers. Uh I guess like they describe the land that we have gone through as spies in a land that devours its inhabitants, and Ooh. all the people that we saw in it of are of great size. There we saw the Nephilim, and to ourselves we seemed like grasshoppers, and so we seemed to them. Oh, wow. Okay. they're described as huge. Damn. Which is crazy. Um, Yeah. I mean, I didn't have enough time to get, like, as into Nephilim as I wanted, but boy, do I love it. Wait, so uh, how do you feel about this? Trying to subtly spread a rumor that you might that you think you are a nephilim i would be immediately uh put into some kind of a special place to live i just i mean like not to people that we know but it would be a fun con to try and like convince a stranger that you think that you are a nephilim i don't know it would be the craziest thing in the world but yeah I think it'd be more fun I think for that, me to convince I think somebody else it. that they are a Nephilim. I want to oh, make someone else insane. Mm, that's true, actually. And I think that this would be a project where, like, you could, you would spend a long time trying to find the right person to convince. Yes. But once you did, yeah. I think it would be, like, ultimately satisfying. Definitely. A hundred percent. To convince them, like, no, your mom was an angel. Yeah, like mom was an angel, and like I know that you are because like this one strand of hair that you have. Yeah, they told you that about your mom. (laughs) Well, okay. I mean, I don't know how to tell you this, but she wasn't from there. This is definitely something I would a hundred percent do. You know the lengths that I go to just like pull off a simple thing like surprise parties. Like, I I create fake email accounts. I (laughs) yes, yeah, like. (laughs) I would love to do this and I don't want to ruin someone's life, but at the same time, I don't know how I, think I can you'll resist. Improve their life. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess you are right in a way. Uh, but yeah, so that's, that's angels. I didn't realize that they were so fucking terrifying. I know. I really um, like it. They're very like- scary at the very top and then totally regular later down. Uh, the idea of anything with too many eyes is yeah. deeply upsetting. It just is. I know, but I I do kind of like, I don't know what it is about me that I like that it's like really, really scary. But then the throne of what is, you know, allegedly the head of the universe is just mm-hmm. like a nice, cool, calm, relaxed place. But that the people, like the beings around it, are just like the scariest things you can think of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that is cool for sure. And I appreciate it from like a 
like, I don't know. I appreciate it that it's not just like kind of like gentle or milk toast or whatever. Um, it does make me, you know, it does really make me think about the phrase kingdom of heaven because it's truly a protected like monarch or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing makes- protecting a realm and the realm is everything. Um, <laughs> the realm is everything. The realm is everything. Oh God. Yeah. Um, I just like, don't uh, like other things in the Bible. Like do, do the devil, do the demons look this scary too? Um, they look just like angels. So yeah. Right. Okay. Well, yes. sure. Then I guess I understand. Mm. But it just still seems like these are exceptionally creepy looking. And like, I'm sorry that I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around it, but I simply am. Yeah, I feel like, um, I don't know. I don't know why I like it, but I kind of do. Yeah, I like I like that. I think I like it because it's sci fi. Like, yeah, it is sci-fi. It's sci-fi, and it's relaxing to me to be like, oh, the thing that, like, the religion that I was made to believe in as a child is, like, it's sci-fi. Like, there's a thing with four different heads and wings and a lion's body and, like, cloven hooves that guards the tree of life. Like, that is so fucking dope. Like, I yeah. love that. And it's this other part of this thing that honestly did cause me a lot of like pain and anguish growing up. But then also this thing that I kind of like, right? <laughs> like if that had been at the forefront, I would have been like, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. No, it's just like, yeah, it's just like, like fantasy horror. Like, yeah. So strange. So incredibly strange. Yeah. It's so, it's so fun. It's so fun. Wow. And like, I don't want to, you know, make this a Bible podcast, but fuck there's so many insane things (laughs) that happen in that wild wild book um that i i I do i don't want to say like read the bible because that sounds insane but (laughs) just read it for like for funsies maybe or just try to like go on the internet and be like top 10 most insane things that happen in the bible you you'll never believe it (laughs) Out, out of this world out of this world Truly, truly crazy. I, I feel like there's so much that, like, even if I spent several hours, I don't know if I could even begin to get through reading about all the crazy things in it. It does I feel, feel like, like everything in it is insane. It, yeah, it's a science fiction journey, and I love it. Uh, Ugh, what a dream. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, it is It is kind of fun. I think it's very fun. Oh, yeah. And well, with that, everybody, happy, happy Easter to you all. Happy Easter. <laughs> happy Passover. Happy Passover. You know, this kind of covered all of that. Like, you know, yeah. it, talk about talking about Bible. Mm-hmm. You got both. Two birds with one stone right there. I wonder, too, if, um, you know, things like plagues would have been just like the virtues are in charge of miracles. If it's mm-hmm. the same, you know. Oh, like with demons? passed down to well plagues didn't come from demons did they i don't think so no i think they were just straight from god pretty sure it's god and i'm and i think it would have been you know 
passed down. First it goes to principles and then it goes to virtues. And the principles yeah. are like, um, guys, gotta get approved. Gotta go, you know, send some frogs. Go send mm-hmm. some frogs. Here's the paperwork. You signed yeah. it. You gotta frog it. Frog it up. And then they're yeah. like, can I just do a nice thing? And they're like, no. They're like, no, we we are gonna need a lot of frogs. We need the frogs. We're gonna need a lot of those frogs to go down mm-hmm. real hard. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And followed up with some blood. I'm not going to explain what I mean by blood, but just mm-hmm. you'll figure it out. And then I'm it's I'm just going to ask happened. you to follow it up with some boils. And yeah. you can interpret that however you want. It's up to you. I'm not going to tell you how to do your up job. Up to you who to give them to. If you want to even give them to anybody, you know? Yeah. You figure it out. This is your project. This is your project, and I'm not going to micromanage you on this. But, you yeah, know, just coming from up top, it's it's got to be thorough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're expecting really good stuff. So I wonder if you can get demoted to like a lesser I'm angel. I'm sure you can. I bet. Or you if you if you can. fuck up, you're just a fallen angel, and that's it. You're fucking fired. Um, I mean, if you get fired from being an angel, yeah, you become a like a devil, right? Or yes. A demon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. No, because probably I like probably no be, in terms of like is this real? But yeah. in the idea of it, yeah. Wow. Well, you know what? It it sounds like you still get to stay within the system at least. Yeah. It it just it does seem like the whole thing is that like you're never getting your old job back. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think once no you're fallen, you like it's really hard to uh, climb back up that ladder. Yeah, it's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. Like the one, the first guy that ever got fired, like his whole thing is being obsessed with getting his old job back. <laughs> if you think about it that way, it is true. And this is just basically the story of a man's desperate attempt <laughs> to get his old job back. Get back at his boss, who's also his dad. Wow. Oh, yeah. wow. Honestly, mm-hmm. there's got to be... Okay, hear me out. There's got to be a like a fun modern retelling out there of the the Bible interpreted that way, no? I wish that there were. Um I do. Actually, you know, there was that movie that or that TV show that came out that Neil Gaiman Oh yeah. thing with um, Angels and David, Demons. With David, uh, is that what it's called or is that that one book about um no, it is called Angels and Demons. Yeah, yeah. But that's also like a follow-up book to, oh, God. What's uh, that? The fucking Da Vinci Code? Yeah. No. <laughs> I think it somehow is both. Oh, I don't Christ. know. Uh, I don't know God. if it is. There's no way to know. But, I would um, love to reread the Da Vinci Code right now. Let's all do it. Book Club is Da Vinci Code. Book Club is Da Vinci Code. There's no or you can just watch it starring it. starring Tom Hanks. Starring wow, Tom Hanks. I feel like we never list that when we played when we play forty Tom Hanks movies as fast as you can. Yeah, I feel like we only list Angels and D or we only list. Uh, I've heard people say Da Vinci Code, but I think they made a movie of Angels and Demons also. Yeah, that he's they had like, to have. Why wouldn't I'm they have made sure. that cash grab? Oh God. I, All right, well, I, I know mean, what I'm doing tonight. I don't begrudge him it, but it is a crazy choice, I think. It's insane. Uh, I just also think the Da Vinci Code and National Treasure are, like, the exact same movie. They definitely um, are. They 100% yeah. are. They have to be. Um, 
you know what, everybody? I can't tell you what a delight it's been sharing Ugh, our what insane musings with you. Joy. We oh, really missed all of friend. you listeners. I've I've fell out of my element and I'm back. I in know. It. I feel like this is a good anchor to to like keep us in a world. Mm-hmm. Like and kind of being like every day just flows into the other days. Yeah. And if you were worried about us, we're here. Uh the podcast isn't over. <laughs> yeah, we are we're doing here. it. We're doing Don't it. Worry. We're going to keep it up. And thanks for uh, bearing with us yeah, as we figure this out. With us. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, uh, we're, we hope that you are uh, staying safe. We hope that you yeah. are thanking your local healthcare workers and healthcare workers around the world as much as you can. Please do. Love you, mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, major shout out! Major shout out to major, Maryland. major, major, major mm-hmm. Maryland shout out. Um, uh, yeah. So everybody, just keep it up. Keep doing all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, love each other and be good. Yeah. Be sweet to each other. <sighs> yeah. Be generous with each other and just like do what you can to 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 keep yourself. Uh, you know, as part of the solution and not part of the problem right now. And that's our whole tip. Yeah, just that's the be part of the solution yeah. and not part of the problem. And also yeah. know that there's going to be an after and it's not going to yeah. be the same as before, but that's okay. It's going to be okay. And it's yep, going to be, be okay. We're going we're gonna to all get through this slowly and together. That's true and beautiful. Thanks. Wow. Well, everybody, um, send us an email. Let us know how you're doing. Comment on our yeah. Instagram. Comment on our whatever Twitties. Yeah. And, <laughs> and find us on Twitty. Yeah, find us on Twitties. Google and Twitty. We love you so much. We'll we we'll we'll, you. we'll see you in uh you know where you get demoted where angels yeah. get demoted. We'll see you in like the mail room, I guess. Yeah, see you in the mailroom. Bye. Love you. Bye.